What if this time around you had the ability to give love a different meaning? Too focused on investing in businesses to jeopardize our trust with cheating. Passenger seat listening to Jay-Z, you still waiting for me to tell you what we eating? Talk to each other like best friends, even with disagreements. We don't go to sleep without us speaking. After being let down, what if you found something to believe in? You're able to be submissive with him because he's a real man and you comfortable with him leading. You're beautiful on the outside, but he'll love you for different reasons. Random flights to change seasons, phones on do not disturb from people that don't really mean shit. Plus he handsome and low key. A gentleman that's so street. Rubbing his back, telling him your dreams. He aggressive, but he's so sweet. You're overprotective because he's your protector. He always joking, saying you so mean. Attitudes that you don't mean. Walk up on me from behind. You know I'm a sucker when you hold me. Then our favorite part of the song comes on. He's no item. Please don't like him. He says, you was never supposed to like me. But I'm glad that I did. I feel like I did the right thing. Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I missed y'all. I really did miss y'all. So before we get started, a little recap of what's going on with me. As you know, Gemini season is amongst us. If you haven't looked at my Instagram and seen... I had a surprise birthday party for my boyfriend's 30th birthday. It was Vegas themed. I've been super stressed out for the last couple months planning this and trying to keep it a surprise. Um, I'm so glad that it actually turned out so wonderful and he loved it. And everybody that he loved was there and they had so much fun. Like the whole thing was just beautiful. Um, And I was really glad that that's something I got to share with him. I loved it. Um... I would never in my goddamn life surprise nobody with nothing again, child. The the amount of anxiety and stress, the amount of... I even... When I had him blindfolded. Girl, he done tripped over a curb. I forgot to tell him, put your feet up, damn curb right here. I'm just not a good surpriser. I was at the place too early. People wasn't there. I had to keep riding around the block. He huffing and puffing, talking about how many times we going to drive in a circle. He knew something was up. My whole surprise was not the lead up was terrible the whole fucking lead up was not given what was supposed to be gave but once he walked in and seen how much his woman freaking out there herself I feel like all of the freaking attitude that he had all the freaking impatienceness all of that shit went out the window and he was just happy to see his homies so all in all even though his ass got on my goddamn nerves the whole goddamn day once he seen it he was happy I felt happy knowing that he was happy. He felt loved. I had my girlfriends there to keep me company. And at this point now, I just want to have another party for no reason. Even though nobody's birthday is coming up, I just feel like I want to have another party. So I definitely feel like, yeah, I'm going to be throwing another party soon because I feel like I'm a good party thrower. Another thing that is going on is... um I'm going to be going on a poetry tour soon. So nine times out of 10, I will be in your city. So make sure you are going on Instagram and staying up to date with the posts that I'm posting and the emails that I send out. If you don't check them, we're going to about 20 different cities from the end of this month all the way to the end of August. So we will be sending emails out to let you guys know which cities we going to. So I'm kind of excited about that. I'm kind of nervous and scared. It's going to be so fun because I'm taking his eye with me. I'm taking my son to most of the cities. And how lit is that? Seven years old, summer break, your mom got you on tour. You ain't been doing nothing but catching flights and playing Fortnite. 
I think that Azai is going to be having a wonderful summer. And the last thing is, y'all candle subscriptions have been shipping out. I did not expect to have so many candle orders and so many candle subscriptions, and I'm glad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm glad that you guys have been been being so patient with me. And with that being said, I love and appreciate y'all per usual. But let's get into what I want to talk about. So I've been on Twitter for a couple of days and I really have been choosing violence per usual. But let's talk about a few things that I've chosen violence about this week. And you can agree or disagree. Okay. If you've started listening to my podcast from the beginning, then you know that I'm very big on people taking accountability. When we are able to be accountable in the roles that we played in certain things, then we are able to heal. We are able to grow and we are able to take the necessary steps that we need to take in unlearning shit and being the best version of ourselves. When people want to play the goddamn blame game, blame everybody for everything, point fingers, play the victim, they're comfortable in their, in their chaos. They're comfortable in their dysfunction. They're comfortable victimizing themselves. They want pats on the back. When you take no affirmative action and trying to change shit and you walk around just moping and pointing a finger, you just must, I'm going to assume that you like the attention from being a victim. That's what I'm going to assume. So what one of the tweets said was, We got to stop labeling people as narcissists or toxic because we choose to keep fucking with them and pouring into a dead situation after we saw them for who they are. Was they toxic or were they never putting in any effort because they didn't want to be there? We be craving companionship so bad we turn a blind eye to a lot of things. I don't know if the dick be that good, if common sense really ain't that common, or if love really is blind. Okay. This was one of the tweets. And then the next tweet for the next day said, you continuing to reach out, build, be nice, and try to be overly available to someone who's always, who was already inconsistent, then having sex with them isn't somebody leading you on. It's someone who was never interested in you having sex with someone they don't want to be with. Okay? Was he supposed to say, no, I can't have sex with you because I already made it clear I don't want to be with you, and this will confuse things. Or should you not be hoping that some freaky sex will change this person's mind? Because leading you on would have been pretending the whole time. A user will be somebody taking and not giving you anything in return. But you properly exercising boundaries wouldn't even have somebody playing with you like this. A user only can take from a person that keeps giving. Period. He used me. He took advantage of me. He did this. You kept pouring into the situation. So then you meet another guy and you do the exact same shit. And now we pointing the fingers and feeling like all guys ain't shit and they all users in this when we're not realizing the common denominator on why we keep experiencing certain things is because of us. It's literally because of us. I'm not taking nobody's experience away. Yes, people have dealt with toxic people, men and women. They've dealt with narcissists. I understand that, but that's not what this is about. As I said in that 
the ca- the caption there in the comments on Instagram and people was mad that basically feeling like I'm kind of like not allowing people to share their their experience. I don't want to hear about the people that dealt with a narcissist because this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who are calling somebody toxic and mad because they start pouring into a person that did not never want to be there because they're such a fucking people pleaser because they have no boundaries because they have attachment issues because they have abandonment issues because we say sorry when we didn't do anything because we are afraid of somebody walking out of our life if we say what we want or we ask for what we need people are doing what we allow them to do now don't get me stressed out all early into the podcast child because you know i will hang up on y'all but i'm just saying it's story time let's start the goddamn story once upon a time, I was talking to a guy that was not shit, okay? Let's talk about two different guys, two different occasions of not shit, okay? The places that I was at in my life, okay? Because one guy, and I told you guys about him before on the Side Chick episode, a great guy in the beginning, super nice, super giving, fun, like we really had a great time together. Like we, that was really fun in the beginning. Um, I put so much control in this person's hand of being a provider and wanting to be up under them. It was clear as day that I loved them more than they loved me. I praised them too much. I had them on an unrealistic pedestal, even though they did a lot of things for me emotionally, they ain't do shit. Okay. I tell you all the time, once a person can see clear as day that you love them more than you love you, they're going to test your hand. The first time this person disrespected me and I didn't speak up for myself and I sat there and cried, I feel like, and I'm just a sensitive person. Like, I'm just super emotional. Like, you literally could hurt my feelings. Um, Like, I have two moods. Either I'm going to cry because I'm sad and you hurt my feelings or I'm going to cry because I'm about to fuck you up. Okay, so it's two moods. You pick one. I don't know which one you're going to get today. Now, nowadays I'm old, so you're probably just going to get the crying because I'm sad. I'm not hitting nobody. Anyways, um, it was moments where I would be disrespected by him and I would cry and like not even be consoled, not be consoled, not have a person apologize to me. Basically being with a person that'd be like, what the fuck you crying for? Oh, I don't got time for this shit. Crying like a little ass girl. I don't want to be with no little ass girls. So now I'm feeling like bad for crying. I'm feeling as if I shouldn't be crying because I'm a grown ass woman. I, sh- I should be able to take, take what he's saying to me. I should be able to handle it better. When he's disrespecting me, I shouldn't be sensitive. I'm a grown woman. This, how, this is the shit we should be able to take. I'm just getting brainwashed that some of this shit is okay or it's not as bad as I think it is. And the, the shit just got worse and worse. I don't know if that's a goddamn word. I think it is. The disrespect, fuck you, bitch, and stuff like those kind of that kind of disrespect. I don't need you. Don't call my fucking phone. Fuck is you calling me for? Listen, y'all. They did what I allowed them to do. He talked to me the way I allowed him to talk to me. For you to speak to somebody that way, and they was and they still come back without an apology. Literally not talking to him, cutting him off, missing him, and just. Texting, texting each other like nothing ever happened. Never even speaking on the disrespect because it'll turn into another argument. 
they treated me the way I allowed them to treat me, okay? The moment I exercised boundaries, the moment I said, fuck you, nigga, fuck, fuck you, I'll beat you. The moment I turned into that girl, and I hate that for me because that's not who I am. So I scooped down to a level that I'm not even naturally on because of being around you. So now I'm scooping up, I'm scooping down to a level that I'm not even on by fucking with you, okay? This is the, let me just, let's take a pause. If you are with anybody that is bringing out qualities in you that you do not naturally possess, get the hell away from them. If you are with somebody that got you freaking calling them out their name, cursing them out, wanting to put your hands on them, wanting to bust car windows out, wanting to pop up on him at the bar, wanting to freaking see where that girl work at. If you got somebody that is bringing you out of character, leave that situation alone because a person that you're really supposed to be with that's helping you grow, that's motivating you and loving on you and caring for you and all that shit, girl, you're supposed to be flourishing. You're supposed to be evolving. You're supposed to be reaching new levels and new heights that you didn't even know you was able to tap into, okay? When you getting loved right and fucked right, shit. Anyways, back to my goddamn story, child. They was treating me exactly the way I allowed them to. So I feel like coming into the door, you having your boundaries, you knowing your worth, and you being able to identify exactly what you bring to the table. In that situation... I felt like they did so much for me and they had so much importance in my life. And I wasn't really sure what I brought to the, to the table. I, I didn't really feel like I held value to them. I felt parts of me felt like I should be happy. They wanted to talk to me. Um, I don't feel like I knew my worth. I didn't, I don't feel like I really, really knew what I brought. Okay. So a part of me sometimes when I'm not getting treated right, I'm not feeling like it's that bad. Like I'm feeling like I should be happy that we're together. I should be happy. Making excuses for a person. Not loving myself enough that I would allow somebody to treat me that way. Like just treat me horrible. Because at the end of the day, at least at minimum, we deserve to at least be respected. Even if you don't want to be with somebody, like there's no need to disrespect them. So we tying that into, I never had called that person freaking a narcissist. Even though in some people's eyes, a lot of his qualities may have been, I don't freaking know. I wouldn't take it all the way over there. When they got more disrespectful and they started doing whatever they wanted, I just really look back on it as I just kept trying to make shit work with a person that didn't give a fuck about me eventually. Yeah, once upon a time they did. But I mean, like I told y'all before, we don't value what we're not afraid to lose. We don't value what we feel like ain't going to go nowhere. So was he, was he toxic? Yes, in my life, for me, probably. Was I in a toxic situation? Yes. Will he feel like we was toxic together? Me bringing out qualities of him that makes him want to freaking act crazy and curse me out? He could probably feel like I was toxic to him too. I don't freaking know. But at the end of the day, I was trying to make it work with a person that was showing me clear as day that they not putting no effort in. And that's all, a lot of the things, my books, my posts, my tweets, is just to shed light on making us all be accountable in the roles that we play and entertaining the circus. I was a part of the circus because clearly I applied for a motherfucking job position here. Clearly I applied to be some type of freaking work at the goddamn circus. If I'm entertaining this bullshit. So, so was you in a relationship with somebody toxic? 
Or was you watering a dead situation and really just trying to make it work with somebody that you're not compatible with? Make trying to make it work with somebody that just doesn't align with where you're going. Somebody that just doesn't have the same freaking common interest as you. Y'all just don't fucking go together. It's just not it's just not working. No matter how you try to force it, it just doesn't work. And I'm not trying to hear none of that other shit. Oh, but Maui, the sex is so good. Like, that is so like low vibrational. Whereas though, like, that is gonna be the that's gonna be the last thing that I'm staying with a motherfucker for. The sex. You literally could walk down the street and find anybody that wants to have sex. These men are throwing the dick around. So for that to be a reason why you stay is like, no, is not given it. That is not given what's supposed to be gave. Absolutely not. That should not be the reason why you are staying because the sex is good. I like good sex. Don't get me wrong. But it's so many other things and qualities that we don't find that often. That I feel like if you're going to stay, I want to hear something like, you know what? I don't feel like I would be able to find somebody to intellectually stimulate me like this. I don't feel like I would find somebody that is so spontaneous and likes to travel the world as much as he does and make me feel so free, so comfortable to be myself, so peaceful. Those are things is like, damn, because we don't find those qualities in people all the time. But some dick. Oh, my gosh, child. Won't be the first dick, won't be the last dick. All I want people to do is just start being accountable. Maybe he was toxic. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe I just got you to look at this shit a different way. I'm not calling somebody that keep disrespecting me toxic. I'm calling myself crazy. Why the fuck am I still here? Like what? That's like getting freaking punched in your face by somebody. And you keep walking into their fist to go get punched in your face some more. Like what? Why is it? Why is you still standing right there? I just keep coming back. Do I like getting cursed out? At that point, was I a glutton for punishment? I got to ask myself the questions that need to be asked. The continuing of reaching out and then with the people who want to love people into loving them. And this is the same situation to those of y'all that are in toxic situations or you've been in toxic situations. Or if you're single right now and you're just loving yourself and you at a place where you're so in tune with what you want and what you desire that, yeah, I'm not settling it for this. I'm not people pleasing to those of you who pour so much into the men that ain't giving you shit. And I'm not talking about materialistically. You can barely get a good morning text. He's sending you GM. You can barely get text messages of him asking how did your day go? What are your plans for the weekend? Do you want to go out to dinner? So why are you asking me, should you buy him a Father's Day gift? He ain't your fucking baby dad. Why are you stressing me out already? Why are we trying to just do all these cartwheels and flips and tricks for people who provide us with the bare minimum? Why the fuck do we think, why are we so comfortable with getting the short end of the stick? Why are we so comfortable with giving people so fucking much and they don't give a shit? You're doing everything for everybody else. Like literally. He doesn't even want to take you to freaking Applebee's. You're texting him, hey, hey, handsome, hope you have a good day at work. You sending him funny memes, you sending him shit about his his zodiac sign and horoscope. He's not even really texting you back. He don't even know your middle name. It's just awful to me. I don't like it. It doesn't seem like a happy place to be. I don't know. 
I want y'all to stop doing it. You reaching out and checking on people. Hey, hope you having a good. Is you checking on a person that that broke your heart? Did I hear this shit correctly? Are you checking on a person that disrespected you and mishandled you? Are you making a fake page to watch the page of the person that didn't fucking treat you right? Are you making a fake page to watch the new girl page that he's fucking with right now? Do you not have free time? Do you not have some shit that you could be doing? Like what? Why are we taking so much of our time and energy and putting it to people that don't deserve it? How dare I not value my time? How dare I feel like I have all the time in the world and be so careless with it? How, how dare I not be mindful of my time? If we literally understood how this shit really not permanent, none of this stuff, not to get all deep on y'all. But if we realized how impermanent so many things was, we would not take so much for granted. You keep reaching out to somebody that hurt you over and over. You stressing and crying because you fucking pregnant by a little brokey. And you feel like he need to be treating you nice because you carrying his baby. You had you had a you pregnant by him. You didn't let little brokey nutty you. Well, Maui, I feel like he need to be with me because he I'm pregnant with the baby. Girl, if you realized how precious time was, I would just go enjoy my pregnancy and be happy. Okay, he left you for somebody else. I would go try to find my happiness and go be happy. Finding what makes me happy. What makes me feel whole. No. Okay, you got divorced. You embarrassed. You got three kids by somebody that just left you. You don't know what to do with yourself. Figuring out what make ourselves happy without being associated with somebody else. It's so much more to life than a person that you are laying next to. It's so much more to life than finding your value and who you are within your partner. I don't know who I am without them. Girl, don't stress me. That's all I got to say. That's all I have to say today. Don't stress me. I really do love y'all, but enough is enough. Enough is enough with the whole letting somebody break us down so low. Blaming these other people for everything. Us not taking accountability and none of the roles that we play in this shit. Fool me once, shame on you. But you keep fooling me over and over. You keep letting a motherfucker come back to fool you some more. What is it giving? Are you letting them come back to fool you more? To make a joke of you? Are you desire are you desiring companionship that much? Are you so afraid to be alone that much 
that you want to let somebody play with you over and over and over like this? What you bring to the table? Do you feel like you don't bring anything? That must be the case. You must feel like you don't bring shit to the table if you letting somebody play with you like this. Because I will hope that if you knew what you brought to the table, shit, some of y'all women bringing most of the table. Y'all bought the fucking table. I will hope that if you knew your value and you knew your worth, you would not allow somebody to come into your fucking life and tell you what you worth and set the price for you. Who the fuck is he? He ain't even bring shit to the table. Besides company. And some of us hate being alone so much that we accepting his little broke ass. Just, okay, at least I'm not by myself. And he got good dick. I guess you want to throw that in there. Some of us just can't stand being alone. We just so bored, so lonely, feel so empty that we allow a broke ass to just sit at the table, don't bring shit. Don't even ask you if you need anything. At least he don't even fucking clean the table off. So entitled. And you want a destiny child cater to his ass. Cater to you is for men that bring shit. TV dinners are for men who bring nothing. That's what the fuck you will be eating tonight. You will be eating Salisbury steak with mashed potatoes and corn, sir. Stop it. Stop stressing yourselves out over these men who ain't shit. I can't deal. I can't deal with it. It's been times where as far as when as far as y'all pointing the finger and not taking accountability, it's been times in relationships where I've been a toxic person. Where I have been in emotionally low places that I can't show up for my partner the way I needed them to, where the, the way they the way that they needed me to. And I didn't know how to properly communicate Kate with them. And I allowed them to just blame themselves for certain things. And I look back on I look back on one of those relationships and I hate that so much. Even though they had a lot of toxic qualities too, but there's so many different ways I could have showed up for them and I didn't. I didn't know how to properly communicate that I didn't have enough for myself to give any part of me to somebody else. So them coming in the house and telling me about their day or them wanting to share things with me and I'm not seeming interested. Like, I didn't know how to communicate that I, I didn't gave so much of myself to the world. I don't have none left for you or even me. I don't got none left to give to anybody. And if I do got a little piece left today, I, I want to keep it for myself because I feel like everybody just takes from me. So imagine you coming in a house every day, which some of us do. And you just asking a person, what's wrong? You cool? You Okay. And you know, as a woman, if your man is feeling like that, you could feel the energy. Me and my boyfriend literally was just talking about that. Not to get off topic, but one day he had said, I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, nothing wrong. I'm like, you sure? I'm like, okay. So later on that night when we was in bed, oh, like when we sleep, he's always up under me. Like he likes to be up under me. I'm like, oh, like I could feel the energy of love. I could feel so much love. And I had said to him, it's so, it's so annoying when a girl asks their boyfriend what's wrong and he says, oh, nothing, I'm chilling, I'm cool, whatever. When we know what love feels like at its fullest capacity, like we know what that energy feels like, we know what a good day feels like, we know when we're going to have a good day with the, our man. So if we asking you what's wrong, you talking about nothing or whatever, even if, some, if it's something simple that's bothering you, we can feel when the love is not 
at its fullest capacity. Even if the shit don't got nothing to do with us and we didn't do nothing. Even if freaking you was just mad that the Sixers fucking lost. Whatever the case may be. We, we want to know what it is that's wrong because we can feel the energy is different. And we need to know. Because if we don't know, we'll, feel like we'll start blaming ourselves. We'll feel like, it, well, did I do something? Or do he not want to be here? Is he talking to somebody else? And I think that's super corny when you leave when you leave your partner space for their mind to wander and for them to create shit they, themselves. The worst thing you can do is allow your partner to create their own scenarios. Because if I create my own scenario, child, shit. <laughs> don't let me make the freaking, don't let me create the scenario. If I create the scenario, child. I'm taking that shit all the way left field, okay? You're going to be looking at me like, how the fuck you even come up with some crazy shit like that? Well, this is what you forced me to come up with. But anyway, I feel like that part, my partner at the time would be coming and asking me, like, you cool and something bothering you? I wasn't properly communicating. I wasn't there for myself. I wasn't really there even, like, mentally. I, I mentally didn't even want to be with them. I was over it as far as that relationship go. I broke up with them in my mind probably two months before. So I really was just like emotionally not there in so many different aspects of my life. And I feel like I was around somebody that wanted to pour into me emotionally and show up for me and love me. And I just, I could, I didn't want it. And that's fucked up. Instead of saying like, I don't want it or I don't need, this is not what I want right now. Or I can't do this. It's fucked up when the people allow you to just keep pouring, knowing that this is not never going to fill me up. It's really like a per- you being with somebody, knowing that he's you pouring into a, somebody that know that they never going to be with you. That's a user and stuff like that. Like I talk about this is me holding myself accountable. I, I broke up with them, though. I didn't allow them to keep doing it. Um, you pouring into a person or investing in a relationship and situations and this person has it in their mind that they will never want to be with you. Or this is another thing that I really don't like. Um, you plan in the future with somebody that knows that they don't want children. I feel like that's really like, that's some fucked up shit to do with somebody to do to somebody that doesn't have kids and they want kids and they want kids. Allow, allow them to build a life with you knowing that you'll never give them a child. I think that's fucked up too. Um, but eventually I broke up with them. And even with breaking up with them. And they were crying. I'm not going to make it seem like a grown ass man was boohooing. But tears was definitely dripping down their face. I know that this hurt them. Okay. And I always think back on this breakup because. I had so much love and respect for them. And it's so many times when they didn't even have me in that same regard. I think I talked about this on one of the podcast episodes. Even though they had cheated on me before, I don't think they ever fucked nobody. Maybe they did. I don't know. They definitely was texting bitches, though. That's emotional cheating. So, yeah. Even though they had cheated before and stuff like that and did disrespectful things, never really calling me out my name and stuff like that, but a bunch of, a bunch of different disrespectful things. And even though I wanted to be alone, I wanted to break up. Of course, seeing other people will eventually be on my radar. But I had so much love and respect for them that I rather had broken up with them and said, I can't do this. This isn't making me. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is it make me happy instead of leading them on? And I feel like a lot of people don't give us the grace to choose. And that's why we be feeling like somebody, he let us on. He let me on. You know, he was toxic. He manipulated me. Because you really got to put your mindset in a person that's doing the breaking up when you're really sure that you want to leave somebody. And I'm pretty sure, like, even if he left your ass, you're a great girl. Doesn't mean that you're not a great woman. Doesn't mean you're not beautiful. You're not smart. You're not educated. You have great things going on for yourself. I would rather a person leave your ass because they are not happy with themselves or in the situation than them to stay with you because they feel like they owe you. You know, she's a great girl. She's been with me through everything. I can't leave her now. She's pregnant. I don't want nobody fucking with you because they feel like they owe you one. Don't do me no favors. Choose yourself. Because if the ball was in my court and I had to choose me, I would hope that I had the discipline to do that shit. Okay? So in the midst of me doing a breaking up and knowing that I was, I was breaking a heart, I really had to just turn my emotions off. And not renege on my decision. Like, yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, I don't want to see a person I care about cry. But this shit will hurt you 10 times more if I stay with your ass. With the way I'm feeling, I don't know what the fuck I want. I don't know if I want to fuck somebody, somebody else or go have a double shot of Hennessy. But all I know is this is the best thing that I can do for you right now is not play with you. And I'm going to give you that respect regardless of the, the, the amount of times that you ain't get that shit to me. I'm going to give you the opportunity to decide and choose. And I'm going to give you honesty. I feel like we be feeling like we let on because we, we were let on and we lied to them and manipulated and this person was toxic. is because they didn't handle your emotions with grace, especially you being a person that cared so much about them. How are you going to handle me like that? Like, how are you going to do this to me? It's not even what you did. It's, it's me that we're talking about. A person that loves you, that would that been there for you, that would do anything for you. This is what you're going to do to me? He led me on. He's manipulative. He's this. He's that. And being honest, if, if you can handle the truth. And if you will allow somebody to make a decision that's best for themselves and not try to make them change their mind because their decision doesn't fit your fairy tale. So if he's sitting in your face and telling you that I don't want to be here, I'm not happy, is you going to cry and say, that's your problem. You always running from your feelings. You don't know how to work through issues. Are you going to guilt trip him and make him stay? Or is you going to let a motherfucker walk out the door that don't want to be there? I will hope that you, even if that shit break your heart into a million tiny pieces, I will hope that you allow somebody to walk out the door that's acting like they don't want to be there. Yes, you're going to be lonely. You're going to be sad. But if you guilt trip them into staying... And to feel like they owe you one and stuff like that. And every time they want to leave where they break up, you cry and come back. I miss you so much. How are you going to do this to me? If you kept trying to make a person stay, they were showing you, I don't want to be here. Are they leading you on? Or is they just sticking around like, yeah, she just don't give a fuck. She just loved me. She ain't let me go. We got to take some sort of accountability for the shit that people be doing to us. The first time, yeah. That don't count. 
Because we didn't expect that shit. We didn't know who they was. But over and over, we we gotta we gotta be able to take some accountability if a person is just doing this shit to us over and over. You ain't got a mother freaking sign on your head that say playground, that say basketball court. Do I look like a motherfucking gymnasium for you to just keep coming around, coming coming up in here, flipping around and playing with me? No, I don't. Absolutely not. And I'm not acting like or pretending that this should be easy to hear the person that you love and would do anything for tell you that they don't want to be here. For them to not see your value. For them to not see any need to try to make this shit work with a person that would do anything for them. I'm not saying that shit is easy watching this person walk out the door, but I'm just saying that freaking if you got to make a choice, I hope you're going to choose you. That's what I am saying. And we just going to ignore my son in the background playing Fortnite because you know as I ain't going to be quiet for nobody. So we just going to pretend we don't even hear that boy. And y'all going to take this podcast, okay? I ain't do one in a while because he be all loud all day playing that goddamn game because he on break from school on a vacation or something. So, yes, I will hope that you chose yourself. I know it's hard. I know it's hurtful. But 2021, we not walking around blaming people. We charging that shit to the game. If he fucked you over, he fucked you over. If he was a narcissist, he was a narcissist. If he was toxic, he was toxic. We starting over from wisdom, from scratch, from experience. We get it. Okay. I ain't going to fuck with another one of them. You got one more. You got one. The next one got one time to show me the red flags that I'm looking for and your ass is out the door. See, this is what I'm saying. Okay. You fucked with a toxic person. That don't mean everybody not shit. That don't mean the next person going to do that. And then ask yourself, did I really fuck with somebody that was toxic or did I freaking keep pouring into a dead situation? Was I really fucking with somebody that really ain't never really care about me from the beginning and really was just fucking with me because it, all of the benefits that came with me? Because men be users too. And some men is messing with you because you bring so much to the table because you just keep giving, giving, giving. You keep doing so much for somebody. You like him so much. You're just such a people pleaser. And it's crazy because I want you to know that a person that really wants to be there has no problem with you exercising boundaries. They're not going to get mad about this. This is normal. This is okay. This is healthy. It's the users and the manipulators that want you to be a doormat. You apologizing and you ain't do shit. You walking on eggshells. You cooking dinner for his broke ass every night. He don't pay no bills. He don't help you with shit. He don't ask you how you feeling. How was your day? He doesn't make you feel beautiful. He barely makes you feel loved. He barely foreplays you when y'all have sex. That's a mother freaking thing too. Like having your man foreplay on you, making you feel desired. Women, women need to feel desired. He need to be licking on you like you are a motherfucking cold glass of water. And he's on a freaking desert. Like he, he need to be freaking licking on you. Like you, he been on the desert 10 days and you the first freaking glass of water that he's done. He done seen what the hell is this sexy thing dripping, looking all nice, ice cold. Yes. That's how he need to be treating you. Praising the ground that you walk on. Need to be feeding you grapes. He lucky you even fuck with him. If we being honest, sometimes I don't even know why you with him. Shit. You don't know. So how would I know child? I'm saying what need to be said. Yes, yes, yes. I am saying what needs to be said. Anyways, I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. I hope y'all learned something from today. 
Maybe I should learn how to talk to people. I cursed a lot on this episode. And I know I be talking about how I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to be cursing no more. But I did curse a lot. But it is what it is. It's so many things that I learned from my other relationships that I try not to do now. Because at the end of the day, me and my boyfriend, we argue. We disagree on things. We go back and forth. We have problems. We definitely ain't perfect. I seen this tweet the other day and it said, I'm not freaking... I'm not looking at nobody's relationship. I packed my, my bags last night, and now we about to go get something to eat. I, I think it says something like that. But everybody got their problems, but it's literally about how you go into your next situation, identifying those problems, those issues, holding yourself accountable, holding your partner accountable, and making sure they're at an emotional place in their life where they can be held accountable. Because some of us is fucking with people that's not even emotionally mature. You fucking with a little-ass boy. And you talking to a wall every time you try to have a deep conversation of substance or have tough conversations or conversations that really need to be had about the betterment of your relationship. The shit turned into a goddamn argument because he don't know how to hold himself accountable because he's a little ass boy. OK, so making sure that we're in relationships with people who are emotionally mature so that you don't have to feel like you're the parent in a relationship. How are you going to have time to love on yourself when you loving on him? You loving on yourself. You going to work. You going to school. You being somebody's daughter, sister, friend, and all these different things. And you have to be the adult in a relationship. You won't have time. Okay? So what you going to do? Sit around and wait for him to get his shit together? Girl. That's why it's women that are out here and they being single and just waiting for they are just preparing themselves for what they deserve. And don't you be one of them women that's walking around here talking about I don't need a man. Girl. We were, we were put on this earth to go love, love one another, being, for you to go have some sex and have some babies and love and live and get a happy world with a man. Don't be walking around these being one of them women that just hate all the men and all men like this. And then they meet a good man and they self-sabotage it because they don't even know how to be receptive to love. Because they, because they have been freaking brainwashed to believe that all love hurt. All love don't hurt. It ain't going to give me a chance to see if it's going to hurt. Because if he played with me the first fucking time, he out the door. How about that? See? Loving, all loving going to hurt. And that's that. You fucking with the wrong people all the goddamn time is why you feel like love hurt. Why you feel like these men ain't shit. Why you feel like they all users and they all manipulative. and they, You got bad taste. Your taste palate is off. What the fuck is you out here eating on? What kind of men you keep running into? Well, Molly, they keep choosing me. No, a lot of men will be interested in you. Who are you selecting? Okay. Taking your time with these people to get to know them. Moving slow, being patient. Stop rushing shit. Giving your pussy up so goddamn fast. All right, that's enough curse words for today. <laughs> Stop giving that vagina up so fast though, y'all. Take your time with it. Because ain't nothing worse than having sex with somebody. And it's just like... I know some people feel like get the sex out of the way, see what it's like. My relationship is not based around, my relationship is never based around freaking my, it's not based around sex for me wanting to have sex with you super fast. The fuck? I'm not doing it. I'm saving my vagina because I'm not fucking somebody that got on my nerves. And now I'm sexually attached. We done had sex all fast. It was good. And now I find out that you're a freaking trifling ass, filthy ass animal. And then I wish I could take my, my, my goddamn vagina back. But ain't no warranty, ain't no refunds, child. All sales is final. Now you just got it. You got the memories lingering in your mind. So no, 
Take your time, be patient, and stop ignoring red flags. And more than anything, the lesson of today is holding your goddamn self accountable because sometimes it ain't nobody to blame. Sometimes the freaking person that been causing all this goddamn havoc in your life has been you. <laughs> sometimes the person who has caused all this ruckus, sometimes the goddamn burglar. <laughs> You trying to freaking find a person who done came and robbed your house and fucked everything up. Sometimes the person we've been looking for is ourselves. We the one walking around here fucking shit up. So I hope everybody have a good day. I hope y'all learned something. And if you ain't going to do nothing today, I hope one thing that you do is hold your goddamn self accountable.